to another episode of Tapping In with TJ and Self Made Cali. I'm Cali. Your boy TJ. And we appreciate y'all for tapping in. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about Warriors taking over the game once again. Travis Scott, Astro World Catastrophe, the Kanye West Drinking Champs interview, the Raiders losing more players to some dumb shit. <laughs> And then we're gonna take the, <laughs> and then we're gonna also take the time to crown Roddy Rich for donating his proceeds from the Astro World event to the families that have passed um, from the event. So we're gonna go ahead and start this off, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, which 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 jackass we go start with first? Because we can't get shit right. Bro. No, no, I'm not. Nah, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's not me today. Clearly, it's not me. <laughs> Nah, so we're gonna start this off. We're gonna start this off smooth. We're gonna start this off with the Warriors right now. Let's start uh, the Warriors. All right, bet. Absolutely, absolutely. Got to start off with the Bay, man. Well, oh, I guess the Raiders ain't the Bay no more. All right, fair enough. I digress. I mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is fair. This is fair. This is fair. I'm from Oakland. I get it. Shit, they lost me. But anyway, anywho, I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that. But anywho. But anywho, <laughs> let's talk about these Warriors, man. They are now nine and one. They are the leading in the Western Conference right now. They're leading the league right not now. Not only that, they're doing it. Huh? They're leading the league right now. They're the best record in the league. Shit, just in general. Yep, yep, best in general. I will say uh, it's been it's been, it's been a while. We had that down year and. That shit felt like five of them, bro. After being so good and and missing the offs all together, I'm so glad these niggas back, bro. They been talking so much shit about the Warriors, bro. Oh Watch me get Clay Thompson back. They ain't got Clay Thompson or James Wiseman right now. They, I'm so happy that they managed to get Andre Iguodala back. He's always been a great addition to the Warriors bench, man. Like I know, just the second he just get back in that. That blue and that gold, man, he just start feeling that shit gelling again, man. I feel like that's like that's a big piece of what's happening right now. Just a lot of chemistry popping off over there, man. Yeah. And they got a like a lot of young talents that's pulling. Like speaking of pool, Jordan Poole, that nigga been pulling, bro, like no cap. He been bro, stepping up. He been cooking. Oh God. He been cooking. Even in the preseason. I've been I've been I've been singing the man praise, man. I've been singing this praise. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, it's just a preseason. I'm like, nah, bro. He looking to fill that spot, and if they can, so when they get Clay Thompson back, if he can come off the bench, bro, if they can bring the Warriors bench back to life, bro, that bench is back bro, right now. It's I'm just only saying, get bro. Better with with Clay and uh, and Wiseman back, but you could tell that's been a strategy though. That's been that's been going forward. They trying to get that strength, strength in that bench up because that's how we've been winning strength and numbers. You feel me? But that's what's crazy is like them like them niggas is best record in the league nine and one. Without, I mean, I ain't gonna say Wiseman's a key piece, but he's a starter. But without their key piece in Clay, like, bro, it's only more up from here. Like, you the best, and it's only more up from here. Yeah, Steph Curry, he's just been going on tear, man. Yeah, he was. The last game was what? The last game was what against the Hawks? Yeah. Steph Curry dropped fifty fucking points, bro. And he, uh, and he had what? He had eleven assists, right? Yeah, yep, ten assists, seven rebounds for the for the point guard, bro. Like he is not playing, bro. Yeah, that's wild. Of course, Jordan Poole did his thing. He only had sixteen, but he was a second 
player with the highest uh, points under Curry. Yeah. So you can tell he's like he doing his thing on a consistent basis. Like he ain't just disappearing and shit like that. Right. The nigga that be disappearing is Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck is going on with this nigga, bro? He was a first round pick for Cleveland. He was he was he was a big deal. Do you all right? So this just bring me my next question: Is Wiggins a bust nah. or what, what? Like what's what's going on? What are your thoughts on Wiggins, man? I don't, no, he's not a bust for sure. Um, he's I think he under performs as a number one pick, but not to the point where he's a bust because. Um. He's still, he's still like, he's still like, okay, he's our second best defender. And that's because Draymond is damn near a number one defender on any team. Much as I can't stand that nigga, uh, he do his shit on defense. But you put Draymond anywhere, he's damn near the top defender. Um, but outside of that, so it was, it was last year I was having this conversation uh, with my brother and bro pulled up. <laughs> the fucking meme that said Wiggins Island, bro, and he was holding niggas to like fifteen percent shooting when he like when he's matched up on them directly. It had uh, it had I know it had LeBron on there, and that's what was like to me. It was like all right, so I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he play he he plays his part, and he can <laughs> go out and get buckets, but he's just not consistent. Like we said, but when you got Steph Curry. Right, and then Jordan Poole emerging as the scorer that he is. You the third option. Like he put up sixteen against the Hawks. All right, it was sixteen when I was watching. I don't know if he got more because I was. I mean, even when he was on the Timberwolves, I know he had like a lot of uh, ups and downs with Jimmy Butler and uh, what's it called and Carl Anthony Towns and them and shit like that. But I feel like even then that the whole point of them even falling out is because he wasn't performing. Like, like, for example, like, for somebody to be a first-round pick, like, would you take Jason Tatum over Andrew Wiggins? Absolutely. I mean, as far as as far as far first-round picks, he's probably amongst – I guess it would depend on my team. If I'm trying to build a team like most first-round picks, you know, go to, then, yeah, Jason Tatum for sure. But, like, in this case right. for the Dubs, like, you don't want Jason Tatum on the Dubs right now, like – you know, as far as this usage rate, yeah. I get it. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. But like, I'm not taking Anthony Bennett over that nigga. You know, like it's some right. worst number one picks. Like Anthony Bennett was a fucking bust. Like Kwame Brown was a fucking bust. Like you can't put Wig in that same category as them niggas. I just don't feel like. I, you, all right, that's fair. I, I would say like a bust far as that go. I'm just saying, far as like his placement, I feel like he probably could have went lower in the draft compared to what he's producing well, as far as the stats he's putting up. That was another thing that that we had talked about when we did when we when we were talking about Wiggins because um, I'm pretty sure this question, especially since we are Warriors fans, been floating around a lot now, right? Um, that he's on the Dubs, but so my question would be in that draft, who do you take over him? Right. What was that, 2014? Yeah, so you obviously you got Joel Embiid, and then from there. <laughs> I mean, he was the number one pick, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the easy so That's what I'm saying. Joel Embiid for sure, but that class, 
after Joel Embiid, the best player was Zach Levine, and he went number thirteen. So I would have I would have took Zach Levine number one. I I would take. Would you Would you rather have Zach Levine on the Warriors right now or Andrew Wiggins? But that's hindsight, bro. Like we know, we know now. You know, like we know now what it even, even then. To. Even then, that nigga came out winning dunk contests. He had a nice jumper. He still can shoot. So you would have took jo- like, so you would have took Zach Levine over Julius Randle and Joel Embiid. Yes, over uh, over jo- over Nurk, over Nurkic. Far as far as far as the position that they picked him for, they played about the what the same position, right? Who Wiggins? Uh, Andrew Wiggins and uh Zach Levine. Yeah, Wiggins is a is or a Zach Levine two. like more of a shooting guard. Yeah, what? Levine is a two guard. Uh, Wiggins played a two and a three. Right. So, so kind of like the same difference. Yeah, right? more or less. Literally, same same draft years. Same. They've been putting the same work. I feel like they played the same amount of games. Damn near. I'm not really sure about that as far as injury reports go or whatever. But, <laughs> but real quick. So, all right. Because I I slept on this as well. So I'm gonna kick myself in the ass. I ain't just gonna make it a you thing. But. Nigga, Nurk, uh, not Nurk, uh, Jokic was in that same draft, and he went in the second round. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm he saying. Was completely missed. Like that's that's not a that's not a Wiggins problem. That nigga went in the second round, bro. Like everybody slept on him. But yeah, maybe it's just a scouting. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like you know. It's easy to say now, like, oh, yeah, I would have took this nigga or that nigga. But I feel like. That's fair. I feel like looking back at it now, uh, Wiggins is still. He's probably still a top five pick in this draft, bro. Like, you got Zach Levine. But he probably be the fifth one, though. uh, Yeah, because you got Zach Levine, not in order, but you got Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Embiid, Joker. And then Wiggins. Yeah. So he's still a top five pick. Like, it's not like they took this nigga at number one and he should have been, you know, the last pick of the second round. Like, but he can still hoop. But looking back, yeah, they, 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 they Man, that nigga putting up second round numbers, nigga. I don't know. Yeah. He, I mean, scoring, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. But he putting up first round defense. Defense. So, you know. It's hard to say, man. and obviously it's transcending in the Warriors' victory right now. They being nine and one, and being obviously. the top defense. Absolutely, obviously. So yeah, and, and I'm I, I'm a, I'm a thousand percent okay with that, especially when we got somebody like Draymond that don't score shit but produce defense. <laughs> exactly. At least he can At put up a good fourteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's fair. But I feel like I feel like Wiggins and Draymond really anchor. Are are starting five because like outside of that we got Jordan Poole who's mid on defense at best. Steph Curry, my man's my hey he don't get credit for it. he play his heart out on D but he's too fucking small like he's damn near a liability on D. Um, right. So yeah, he's he's a he's a necessary evil. Like, he don't score a bunch, but what he what he brings is needed. I feel like everybody plays a role, and that's that's what the Lake, not the Lakers, the Warriors, are basically success of people actually playing within their archetype, yeah. their roles. Not everybody trying to be 
everything. They they have people that's good at certain things, and they are really good at those things. Right. They do. <laughs> but real quick, since since you did go ahead and bring that up, and it ain't got to be much. But uh, is it too soon to panic for the Lakers? I you know obviously that's where my mind was going to because <laughs> I I've been looking at a lot of what's been going on is just hearing it like a lot. And they talking about trading for Kevin Love and shit. That's what something I've been hearing about. Them already getting rid of Westbrook and shit. I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Cause I don't know if it's is if it's a him problem, but he's he got like a reputation, so he's probably gonna be one of the first niggas to like get shipped off type shit. But this is all right, so this is my ultimate question. You know me. You already know me. <laughs> well, I'm about to probably get at it go towards. So him. Westbrook not being able to win a ring with LeBron, does that justify Kevin Durant not wanting to play with this nigga and going on to another team? If LeBron can't even work with this nigga. <laughs> and y'all say LeBron is the, the the magician of all magicians, right? He can, he can, he can carry anybody. <laughs> but, nigga, it's only been, what, 10 games or some shit, nigga, and they already like, bruh. Um... Talk to me. I personally, bro, I personally justified KD leaving when he said he didn't have fun playing with Westbrook. Like, for me, that was it. Because at the end of the day, that's these niggas' jobs, bro. Like, if you was at BBVA or whatever job and you didn't like that motherfucker, you have the right to leave that bitch. Absolutely. So, he didn't like it. Like, I don't. I never understood. I mean, I, I see the angle that oh, this is the team that beat you, but nigga, if you left BBVA for Bank of for Bank of America, <laughs> nigga, like what the fuck? Like okay, right? It is what it is. So I don't know. I think niggas was just mad that the niggas, the Warriors were already so good and they got better. And I think they got hella better. The niggas was mad that. Oh, I was happy. Nigga. I was happy too. <laughs> I was happy I was, too. I was ecstatic. I, I went out and bought me a jersey. It was I, like, I still got my jersey. So I don't know if maybe it's just like a, a, a small market thing or like my team has always lightweight been losers thing. But <clears throat> when the shit was like, they was mission, I'm like, bro, there's no way like a KD is coming to the Warriors, bro. Like, right. these niggas is high. Like, it, it's not finna happen. But, we, but when you look at it though, like, it, it was a valid fucking move. Everybody that, that was on the Warriors doing something for the Warriors, not only did we draft, but we developed yeah. ourselves. So we didn't like go out and get no this or that. Like the biggest person that was on our team probably was an Andre Godala at the time. And the fact that we was able to, to keep him and trade or whatever, move some pieces and get rid of uh, Harrison Barnes who was like a pretty much a way better version of Kevin Durant because Harrison Barnes kept missing his threes, bro. Yeah. He kept missing shots. And those shots that he would miss, KD was making. And I was like, bro, if you can fill that void and that gap, and not only that, he can guard LeBron, who's been taking everybody heart, you have somebody to just neutralize that threat. You feel me? And then it came down to a Kyrie Irving versus a Steph Curry. Then it came down to a, you know, a Kevin Love. Uh, I trying to out rebound a uh, uh, Draymond Green or some shit. Be- it became more of a dynamic uh, 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 game because 
those two neutralized each other and made it more interesting. You feel me? I mean, <clears throat> the, the 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 shit that KD added was the scoring um, to match up with LeBron. Because Iggy got a finals MVP for for guarding Brian. You know what I mean? So it, it really came down to Bruh being able to put buckets back on LeBron. Because nobody stopped the nigga. I think even when KD was guarding him, and I could be wrong, it's off the top of my head, but I think that was a year where that nigga led both teams in scoring and rebounding and mm-hmm. all the shit. So it's like, I mean, maybe now because he old, but back then, like, nobody was going to stop Brian. It's just, can you match what that nigga's doing? And that's what KD did. Like, he slowed him down on offense, and he matched him. You scored two, I'm going to drop exactly. three. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that was the difference. That was, yeah, that was a big difference. I 1,000% agree on that one. So, is it too early to panic? I I mean, if they talking about already trading this nigga <laughs> I don't know, man. I think all right. They already panicking. You and like your they GM already looking shoes. at other people. What, you, well, you, you, you panicking? You looking for moves for us? And you, you looking to shake shit up already? You in charge of the personally? Lakers. Personally, if I if, if I was in charge of the Lakers, I personally wouldn't have picked up Russell Westbrook. I would have kind of just held out and looked out for more options. But I understand them putting him with him. They they figure he averaged triple doubles. It would be like a whole mesh and all the shit, but. I don't know. It's, I, it's obviously something going on with Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Westbrook uh, psychologically or whatever. It, he's just, he's just not there on the court. I feel like it's a lot probably going on in his head or whatever. I'm not really sure if his mind is even in the game per se, but it's not like it used to be. Or I'm, I I don't know. I can't call it. I'm not. You know. I don't know him personally or whatever. But just from what I see at times, it's kind of like you know. He just kind of seemed a little off at times. That's fair. So you not so you holding out? That's what you saying? You you in charge? Yeah, I'm, you holding I, out? Yeah. yeah, but if I got him and we he here with us, I'm 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 rocking with him. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to kind of take more time to develop with him, get more practicing in, get you know what I'm saying some more group uh team development things going on just you know what I'm saying make him feel good and comfortable because he went through a lot in his career and shit like that so it's just you know what I'm saying like that's what's up I'm shipping that nigga (laughs) that's fair the fuck out of there because no fuck that I'm getting bro gotta go and I'm sure that contract ain't cheap so we can we can we can probably pull two players. Like, you got LeBron and AD. Uh, you just need a competent guard. You don't even need, like, a Westbrook. Because them niggas is forces. Shit, they ain't already traded nigga for John Wall already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. No matter where this nigga goes, it's just he can't get a break. Hey. I mean, sound like he the problem, but like you said, I don't know bro either, but. On the outside looking in, it sounds like it's you, buddy. <laughs> you have a double saying. Sound like you're the problem, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> what uh what we got next? You, you gonna touch on these Raider niggas or should we leave them in infamy? Uh yeah, we can we can talk about the Raiders. Uh you can go ahead and um uh lead that one. 
Um, nah, I mean, I'm sure most people know. I saw, um, but uh, Henry Ruggs, you know, said wide receiver, uh, DUI. He was twice the legal limit in the state of Nevada. Uh, they had recorded him doing 156 in his uh C8 Corvette. Jeez. Um, and he rear-ended a Toyota RAV4. Uh, killed a woman and her dog, and they uh, they estimate at the point of impact he was doing 126 when the airbags deployed. Um, so long story short, um, that's kind of sums it up. There was a couple other reports and details and uh, whatnot that came out, but I want to know um, mainly what you thought. What's your thoughts on uh comments thoughts on the situation? Yeah, that's that's kind of deep. Um, just just the whole situation, and then he also had his girlfriend in the car with him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he did. Um, it's it's kind of it's, it's it's real sad. It's a sad situation. Um, my condolences to the family, and you know, that's that's that's. That's a super, super um, tragic situation, and I'm not exactly sure what was going through his head in the moment. I'm sure he's probably intoxicated. I'm not sure exactly what's going going on. If he's doing 120, like were they all both vibing? Were they fighting in the car? What, what, like, what was the whole atmosphere? Why was he even going that fast in the first place? Like, was this like a residential area? Yeah. Yeah, like that's yeah. It looked that's like it was sad. like yeah. one of those one of those Vegas streets where it's like a main strip, but there's apartments, maybe you know, like apartments here, and then on the next corner it's like a fucking CVS type shit. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like a freeway or nothing. It was definitely the streets. Yeah, it's just, it's it's really tough angle because someone lost their life. Not only did someone die, someone in the animal died. They perished in a fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind someone that chose to drive intoxicated. So it's kind of hard to, especially with the Raiders. I, I see that they kind of just, kind of just stepped away from him entirely. Yeah, they released him like the next day. Like yeah, they just. I just I just can't imagine like what he's going through mentally and his thought process and how he's just taking life right now and that, what what was a possible um prison sentence they said uh, for for his crime is from two to twenty years I'm not exactly sure the yeah that, the sentence that he was given he I don't think he got one yet he hasn't gotten one yet but uh, yeah man it's like. So it, it tripped me out because it's like, so in this day and age, right, you got so many options to avoid this situation. This is like, you could have Ubered, you could have Lyft. Um, there's usually like team vets or, or people in, in you know, in uh, like leadership roles on the team that's like, yo, if you, if you need a ride, if you in this situation, call me. Like, I'll get you. I'll send you a car. You know, it's like. It's so many options that you could have you could have used, and then like you got your girl in there, like your girl 
and she's the mother of your child. Like she could have died. Was she intoxicated? Was was she able? They didn't. They didn't drive. Or was she also her as well? Uh, much outside of her being in the car, but uh, yeah, man, it's just like and you got. It's like, bruh, like you got all this shit going, right? All these people around you, like there, there's no reason for for you to have twice the legal limit, right? Yeah. And then be out moving like that. Like, not even just just for this reason, but bro, you could have got robbed. You could have got killed. Like, I know bro's young, but it's just like, damn, man, like, where, where is the, where is the fucking guidance? Like, where is... Yeah. Somebody that's like, yo, this not in your best interest. Like, this ain't the move. Like, like I said, I can't really say in, in regards to his girl because they never said if she was intoxicated or not. But damn, like nobody right, got what their the head whole situation on was. Nobody was like, nah, this ain't it. And then one fifty six, like, I never drove drunk, but I know niggas that have. Like, and all they always like, I drive more careful. Like, I'm more safe when I'm when I'm drunk, right? Like That's bullshit. Well, no, no. Like they saying they more like niggas doing the speed limit. Like they trying to be more careful than you know being sober. It's, that's what I've always been told. But it's like nigga, one fifty six. I'm not, and you know me, bro. I I got the whip and shit. I like driving fast, but nigga, I'm not doing one fifty six sober. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on, bro? That shit is. I'm not, man. Niggas getting them. Uh... Them cars that got like 200 on the dash and up and don't know how to act. You feel me? Yeah, nigga. I don't know. I think that shit's sad. Like, it's sad for sure, but this is like, man, what what is the, what's behind this shit? Why is, why did, why was this even allowed to get this far? Like, why did nobody, I don't know. Like, I always feel like, as just as a fucking human, like, and I'm not saying nobody didn't, but, if I see a nigga drunk like that, I'm trying to talk you out of driving. You know? Right. Like you Henry Ruggs, bro. Like I'm I just might steal your fucking keys, G. Like <laughs> Right. No, because you care. Yeah, and that's what like, you should do. Come on, bro. And like that's that's the celebrity effect for sure, cause if I seen a random nigga drunk, I wouldn't. But bro, you like bro, I, I might hide your keys, G. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I might, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you gotta chill, bro. Like yeah, I don't know. Hide your keys, hide your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't. But I'm just saying, like, bro, there there should have been a little more, a little more uh, thought on his end. You know what I'm saying? Into that shit. Like, I thought niggas with money like traveling in like entourages to avoid shit like this. I thought right drivers. Yeah, whatever. I thought it was always like a couple of niggas around that was like looking out for your best interest while you like enjoy yourself type shit. Well, my broke ass. Man. I just want to know the whole situation. Like, why was he going that fast? That's a good question. Shit, we may never know. But in regards to that, uh, wanting to know the situation, what the fuck do you think about this Damon Arnett situation? <laughs> I, I know you. So, I know you a little more informed on this one. <laughs> 
Yeah, so the dude, I don't know. I guess he got into it with somebody on social media. Some, so I don't really know the situation or whatever. But he got into it with somebody on social media. And I guess the dude screen recorded the chat and the videos he sent them. And he just, he, I'm talking about he sent videos of like, Big choppers, like I'm talking about, like drums, but you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> on them things. Talking about, bro, I will, you know what I'm saying, like, like deliberately saying that he would do harm to this man. Tell him pull up, dropped his address. His address was leaked. All the shit. Told him I sent him multiple videos saying like, pull up, and said that we got a couple people over here. Pull up, and I'm just like, damn, bro. So my immediate question, so for what both and considering both of these niggas, are these young nigga problems or is this is this like uh, uh I got money and I feel like I'm above shit type of deal, or what do you think it is? Obviously we don't know for sure, but or is it both? It's it's I think it's it's something because they they saying that he was involved in a hit and run or something and he left the scene and. He, <laughs> they, 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 they talking about everything against this man. Yeah, I seen. I, I mean, I seen that. And they video. talking about like it's people like lined up <laughs> to say shit he did in second grade. Like, bro, they, like, bro, they, like, bro, like they talk about everything against this dude. On top of like the whole. <laughs> videos bro like i'm talking about i don't even know the situation i don't even know the context to why he even even got it bro like that or whatever but when you famous like that that ain't let's, shout, let's shout that ain't out bro because both of them niggas was talking spicy in the messages but this nigga decided to screen record and post it. let's <laughs> let's shout out to you sir like what the fuck, this nigga, bro? That's dry snitching. Oh god, I bro, like, out. <laughs> y'all both was talking shit to get to that point. Like, like, bro, this thing over here, like, oh, okay, now I'm thirsty, like, bro, like, like, did he get scared? <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, bitch, just, in bro. <laughs> just in case anything happens, like, oh, oh yeah, it's just a net. Drop your address. Oh, you, oh, you got big guns. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to report this now, buddy. You didn't take it too far. <laughs> nah, I found out your guns are bigger than mine. I like, can't. Man. Nah, I got a snitch. Like, right. like, nah, bro. Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. did that come from? That nigga, bro. He was... Nigga <laughs> seen that. Nigga seen that drum and was like, uh-oh. <laughs> but he, bro, it, I'm like, jeez. It was like, whoop. And he had a couple of He was showing. He had like a little Tomb Raider uh, uh, 1911 or some shit, bro. He was like... Bro, I got it, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. You got a Draco, like, brother. This nigga ain't playing. Yeah, that shit's wild. Who that, sir? <laughs> I don't know where, bro. I don't know what the other man. people got. That shit, that shit's so trash. Like, you, you snitching, snitching. The Raiders had any opportunity to make it into the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, it's getting red. It's getting shaky at this point. What the fuck is next? Shit. Uh. That shit's wild, man. I just thought, I just thought, because I was I'm looking talking at the about, comments, bro, bro. Hold on, all the comments. You ain't did you did you see? Yeah, it? I seen it, and I was reading the comments, but none of the comments was acknowledging the fact that this nigga snitched on, bro. Like, wanted to give him his his credit for being Mickey Mouse. <laughs> 
I'm talking about, Brad. It, bro, I'm talking about it was huge. Look, like, <laughs> bro, bro. You just like, damn, bro. They saying they ain't trying to tolerate. They ain't tolerating that type of behavior. He could have went about it. Damn, bro. Why they? They wanted him to snitch. He could have kept it on the low. Why you ain't telling right. us? Like he could have kept that shit on the low or something, bro. Like, I'm all for bearing arms. You know what I'm saying? But damn, bro, could have had one of your goons send the pig. Like something, so, yeah. bro. Like damn, bro. You gotta protect yourself, brother. That's like, back to the Henry Run shit. Like, where is the niggas that's looking out for the bag? Like, not even like you know. It's, it kind of sounds fucked up, but where's the niggas that's looking out for the bag? Like. These niggas are the bag. Like, are the, the niggas in your immediate circle are positioned off of, bruh. Like, nigga, if that was you, I'm on your ass. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> take that shit. Like, stop recording, bro. Give me the phone. Matter of fact, nigga, I'll, I'll send the video for you. Right. Like, I'll put my face on it. Nobody know me. We gonna protect the investment. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand. Protect the investment. Protect the investment, man. Like, I don't understand. But sometimes you got to understand that you are your best investment as well. You got to protect yourself. Well, clearly that, that line of thought escaped both of these niggas already. <laughs> hey, we, we on the second line of defense at this point. Like, <laughs> ain't no goddamn third line, clearly. Because this shit is getting scary. Yeah, clearly so, they didn't man. have a second either. Like, goddamn. Damn, bro. That shit is crazy, bro. Wow, shit. So what? Uh, what's what we got next on the menu? Next on the menu, there we go. So we're gonna be talking about the uh, Travis Scott and the Astro World and the whole catastrophe surrounding the whole event. Oh man, um, there was the uh, Astro World event in Houston. And it also led to eight deaths and hundreds injured. And there was also reports of a a 10-year-old attending and getting injured as well in the event. I didn't see that shit. The youngest that that, uh, of the eight that did pass was 14 as well. And I'm just, that that kind of blew my mind as well. Um, Give me a second. So, so yeah, it, that that shit got pretty, pretty, pretty deep. What are your whole thoughts on the Astral World event? Not only that, it was over fifty thousand people to attend the event. That led to a lot of uh, mosh pits and and they said rioting and attacking of the security guards. And there was a report of one security guard got attacked and pricked in the neck. And drugged, and he passed out, and they had to come and revive him. It was like bad. It was like really, really bad. It was people even jumping, jumping fences, and yeah, I seen that. They were saying that people wasn't stopping the show. Then they said he stopped the show, and then people like it's it's just a lot of mixed reviews and stuff going on and feelings out there right now. So, what are you, what are your thoughts personally on the whole uh, uh so like uh, situation? 
I feel like that that artistry that you just said kind of foreshadows the entire event, right? Like it's obviously I wasn't there, but <laughs> it's like it it has the the kind of it has the perception of like she sounded like it was the Wild West, bro. Like there was no fucking control there. Like niggas was just wilding left and right. And um it's like just it's just it was obviously unfortunate, bro. Like, RP to those eight people. But I feel like this this is one of the instances where where people got to take the credit for their actions, right? Like, I've seen a lot of people, like, blaming Trav for it and saying, like, it's his fault. There's, like, a shit ton of lawsuits out against him. Um, and maybe I'm not understanding. I haven't like read what the lawsuits are regarding, but um, I don't understand how this is his his fault. Like he was on stage performing. Um, there was a news clip that basically said that he didn't have the authority to fully stop the show. Right. Um, so a lot of people were saying like he should have stopped the show. He should have did this. He should have did that. Like a lot of this shit when they posted on Apple Music, when you can see the festival, like, from where he was, you couldn't really see shit until the MLMs got there. So, it's like, what was he supposed to do? He, like, how how was he supposed to know what's going on? Like, they yelling, stop the show at cameraman and shit, like, cameraman, he ain't stop the show. Right. Stop his camera. My- my my whole thing is, I, I I agree, and I I you know I really don't really it's 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 kind of hard to place it. My whole thing and my whole question is why would they have a fifty thousand person event doing like in the middle of kind it's kind of still like COVID you know what I'm saying people are still required yeah. to wear masks it is still recommended that you stay six feet apart and they approve this kind of event like why 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 is that why did that even go to even get approved like they didn't even think about like the mass spread of of covid they didn't even think about like it's just it's a lot of shit that didn't even get factored into the mix let alone with there were people being taken out and drug out after being like passing out or whatever and the music did continue to stop I mean, I mean, the music did continue to go. I mean, after a while, yeah, it did stop. But you can see people from the videos almost being like, like CPR, people pumping on their chest, and the music is still going. Multiple people. It's not just one person or just after a while, just like, yo, yo, stop the music. Like, there's no telling. There's no time gap or link saying, like, how long. But you can see all these people passing out on different videos. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of hard to place it. But is it his responsibility? I'm not I'm not exactly sure, but I feel like when you are the artist, when you are that person, you are the the head of... Not, not the head, but you're the face of yeah. it. So you're, of course, going to take the backlash if anything happens. Like the same thing that happened with the Ariana Grande concert when there was explosions or whatever. Right. Like, no, it wasn't her responsibility to, to check the security or do a walkthrough or whatever, but it happened at her event. Right. So, of course, she took the backlash for that. 
this is like the same difference. I wouldn't say the same, but it's the same difference. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was a these. I feel like as individuals, people should be taken accountable. Absolutely, but why was this even approved? I mean, something that's that's going on like in COVID and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean it. It is. I, I can't say why it was approved, but it's brother. Shit is rolling on like. This weekend is is day in Vegas, so there's gonna be another festival this weekend. Um, like shit is, shit is going. I mean, I I said that shit from the jump that if if people willing to, to in this specific case, if people willing to perform and people willing to go, so be it. Like that's your choice. You do your thing. Like. They obviously, you know, they're not forcing nobody to go. So, if if the artist willing to take that risk and the, the people that want to be there willing to take that risk, right? Absolutely. But uh, but it's 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 like the off putting um, symbolisms that I keep seeing as well, like the portals and uh, the stage was an upside down cross leading into the portal. Yeah. There was like. The, the similarities of the eight flames comparisons of the eight deaths. There was like the whole the the Freemason symbolisms and stuff like that. Just the, the dystopia and like the people breaking down the definition of meanings and shit like that. Like there's like there was like a lot of so him like you never you, you know and then a lot of people saying like the way. He did his whole uh, apology video, or just just him addressing, not even apology, just him addressing the shit. And they didn't like he kept going like this and putting his hand on his head. They kept saying like, "Bro, look like CJ when he found out." Oh yeah, Grove ain't the same and shit no more. Just I don't know. It's like a lot of people just didn't really take that shit serious. And somebody to rock dystopia and 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 see you on the other side, shirts and stuff. To have people at his event like die, yeah, you never know. He probably like he probably say like, "Oh yeah, that's that's tragic." He probably take that as a victory. So you, we never know what he thinks psychologically. Like I ain't gonna sit there and put that on him or whatever. But the shit that like the symbolism and the shit that he putting out there that that's that's what that represents. So human sacrifice. Here's a here's a quick tidbit, right? So my boy, uh, my boy Wes, he real. Uh, Tapped in with the symbolism and um, all that shit. So it's, 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 I don't know if you are aware of it, but there's a form of numerology called gematria. Um, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but um, yeah, my boy Wes put me on this shit, right? Um, and they use it, so it's used to uh, like connect events, um, different events and, and shit like that. Like is is how they hide shit in plain sight, right? Um, so my boy, he posted this post and <laughs> shit's crazy. So the, the church, uh, and I'm just going to run through it quick. So I might fuck up if you hear this West, uh, my fault, nigga. But so Travis Scott birthday is April 30th of 91, right? The, yeah. the church. I think I know. I you saw seen that. that? Okay. Yeah. So this was his post. If you've yeah. seen it, um, is his post. Yeah, and then the Church of Satan was founded on April 30th in 66. So the time between the founding of the Church of Satan 
And the show where the people died on November the 5th was 666 months and six days. So it was like, I mean, bro, you, that's your cup of tea, bro. That's some shit right there, buddy. Like, I ain't going to say it's my cup of tea, but I'm just throwing out what I've been seeing in social media yeah. and all the symbolisms and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And and I, that's why I've been seeing it too. But that one, I mean, he always he always breaks it down pretty smooth and uh, make it easy for me to understand. Because I was like just getting into it and I kind of was like in and out. But he really he really get that shit and uh and the, yeah and the whole his head like people like entering his mouth and stuff like that like I don't I don't know that's like a symbolism and stuff like I I just. It's just like the symbolisms and stuff like that. And it's just kind of point to on top of it. I can see if you're just doing the shows and music and stuff like that. You just kind of just. But then when people actually start dying and shit, like, it's just kind of like, you yeah. know, you just kind of like just pay attention a little bit more. Like, yeah, because oh, like shit. the cover, the one you're talking about with the people entering his mouth. So that one was, was uh, created off of a painting called Christ in Limbo. Um so yeah, like all his symbolism is there for sure. Like if that's that's what you into, but I don't know, I, right. I, bro. I'm I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a fine line with that shit because like some of the shit makes a whole lot of fucking sense, and some of it feel like reaches. And I really I don't I don't know fully where I stand. Like I I definitely believe it's some it's some bigger shit going on in like the music industry and a lot of artists now more so um than before are like touching base on it like matter of fact on that drink champs um Kanye was talking about the 808s existing in like the lower frequency and before Kanye uh X XXX Tentacion was talking about uh the the 808 the frequency and what it do to you and shit so yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's some shit, man. It's some shit going on for no, real. No, absolutely. So speaking of uh, Kanye West, uh, I like that you even brought that up. Uh, you see, you that's see gonna be me? our next. You see me? Right? No, I see, I, I see what you did. No, no, I, you know, I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah man. We were talking about uh, Kanye West and the Drink Champs interview. Um, pretty much things that he was talking about and just just how and what that means for the whole culture musically going forward and just things that he said and touched on in in the interview pretty much him pertaining to fashion and him saying that Big Sean was the biggest mistake <laughs> to to sign like that's 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 a lot and just this whole relationship with Jay-Z and just Everything going forward with the whole interview. Personally, I liked the interview. I loved it. I personally feel like, he, right, it, it was dope. I feel like it's safe to say early on that that's already a classic. It was a classic interview. And he was not only that, if you're paying attention to the shit that he'd be saying, he was also dropping some gems in there too, far as like about building wealth and finances and stuff like that. Like he was saying, like, and even though he was like name dropping, like just, just, tremendously like it was just like the overall picture saying like the network it was all worth it and like how he was kind of disowning 
even owning a house and just kind of just being a nomad and just kind of just experiencing life and stuff like that because he's, he's become or gotten to that stature and stuff like that. What were like all the um? What were some key points that uh, you took out and that um, pertain to you um, from the interview? I like I like for one, um, I just like I like when celebrities, uh, especially artists, no, no, not especially artists, celebrities in general. I like when they're unfiltered. Like I like I like to know what they're thinking, you know, or what their thoughts, their feelings, and shit. Um. Kind of going back to your point of being a classic, I feel like that's a good portion of what made that shit classic. Um, was was just that that he was unfiltered, right? He just said what he thought, um, and kind of rocked with it. I think one of my one of my big takeaways is that uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Bruh is as crazy as the media would like him to believe. Like us to believe, my fault. Um, I I know he I he, rant, he a little spaz, you know, a little spastic. Um, I feel like he got a lot of shit going on in his head, and sometimes that shit comes out um, with a lack of thought, and it kind of helps them paint that picture of him. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's crazy. And I like I like like you said uh, the idea of him being a nomad. I fuck with the whole concept, right. not even just the nomad, but the point that where he's like, he wants to get to a point where his money is no good with people, you know, be a being right. a good person, more or less. Right. I fuck with that concept a lot. Um, this whole energy lately is outside of like the, the crazy shit I'm fucking with, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like everybody can take pieces of his thought process and apply it and and better themselves. No, I thousand percent agree, and kind of pretty much uh, add to that. I just like the honesty about yeah. it and how he was vulnerable in the moment. He was drinking. He was his scars was down, and he was honest. You know, and I feel like that's what the industry kind of is lacking a lot. Is a lot of honesty amongst their peers and amongst just just the fans in general putting shit out there and pretty much letting motherfuckers know like this is the situation this is what it is like you saying like him getting to the point that his money is like like money is like no good to people as far as coming from him yeah that's him building the connections in life you know what i'm saying and it's to the point that he's a billionaire now a lot of motherfuckers like and i was somebody that was it's not because he became a billionaire or whatever. It's because I was one of those people that was really hard on Kanye because he made those statements about slavery being a choice and shit like that. That shit kind of didn't sit right with me personally. But like you said, like the way they kind of word shit and the way they kind of put put the light and the pressure on him or just whatever, they kind of just it's, it's easier to make him a target versus actually reading between the lines of what he's trying to say or what he means. Yeah, and kind of seeing him being like human. And, and kind of human, I feel like that interview humanized him in, 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 a, in a big way because I would have just thought so many different things about, you know what I'm saying, because that's that's for me to do. That's what I'm supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? But actually seeing him and the light of him being himself, I got a bigger understanding of who he is and his philosophy and the way he was going about shit and seeing, 
him it was it was it was a moment when he said like the second he said that um they should have canceled him when he said that George <laughs> Bush hate black people. I feel like that was like nigga, I ain't I ain't heard Kanye West talk like that in a while. Like I feel like that was that shit made me feel good. You feel me? Like that's that's the yay like I've been I've been fucking with since I've been coming up or whatever, and I kind of fell off a bruh. And I, I kind of thought like the whole tactics thing, the shit that you got to do to get close or the things that you got to do to pull off or to become a billionaire, it got to seem like you 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 kind of turned your back. It got to seem like, you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's just it's, it's, it's mental warfare in a sense, you know what I'm saying? But kind of seeing that he's still aligned with the, the people and the the, the 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 gems that he dropped for people, I appreciate that shit. But a lot of motherfuckers won't appreciate it and they don't take it out of what he's trying to say or what he mean because they so used to judging the motherfucker. Besides, I mean, instead of reading between the lines, I learned to read between the lines being a black man in America in general. Right. Being an activist, being somebody that empowers the youth on financial literacy and shit like that. Like, just hearing his points... And this whole, and he's somebody not only hearing his points, but he does it. Yeah. You know? And it's just, this whole, like, just, it, it makes sense. And when people say he's a genius, that's not a figure of speech. I literally see his genius in, in the whole thing. He owns property, he owns fashion, he owns his own music, he does his own beats and shit. Like, he, he's his own engineer. Like, he, he's been self made since day one. He was responsible for the blueprint. Or at least parts of it that's been like one of the most iconic Jay Z albums. And the takeover that's put his right that 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 got him some skin in the game. You feel me to start producing his own shit. You I, feel me like I, uh, I learned that in the Dream Champs. I didn't know he had nothing to do with with uh, Jay Z's with the takeover diss to Nas. That that was new to me. So yeah, he's because yeah, he said he loved Nas. Yep, that's one of his favorite rappers. I think that is his favorite. Rapper. I think he said it was his favorite rapper. Like that's 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 deep. But I want to talk about the like the whole Big Sean thing too. Like that that came out of left field. Uh, I was gonna say that too. So <clears throat> I had the conversation with my brother. Right. Um, actually, yeah. I mean, it might have been last night. So we was talking about the whole Big Sean shit. So him saying Big Sean was his worst signing, right? And so he was, my bro was basically saying like, it's, it's like a diss to Big Sean type shit, like a slight to Big Sean, right? I, and maybe because I'm a Ye fan, because he said I was biased. So I'm going to write it by you. <laughs> um, So I feel like it doesn't necessarily mean that he don't fuck with Big Sean or he likes Big Sean any less, right? I feel like yeah. it was a bad. He feels like, and assuming I feel like he's saying it was a bad business decision, um, more so than like a personal I don't fuck with Big Sean type of thing. Like me and you, right? I could, I could sell you an iPhone and that motherfucker might crack the same day you get it, and you're like, oh, you sold me, or that's probably a bad example, but rock with me. Like you sold me. A fucked up phone, right? <laughs> I'm like, right, and it becomes a big ass thing. Maybe it fucks up the friendship, or you know, whatever the case. So in turn, it's like selling you that phone was the worst decision, type shit. Not necessarily that I hate you, but 
it caused this situation, right? More type thing. So that's like that's what I got from it. Right. Is like it put a strain on the situation somehow, some ways, some form, and he ain't fuck with the result of signing, bro. Because they was together like the next day after the drink champ shit. So it's not like he hate the nigga, but maybe it's more to that situation than we know. But then Big Sean just recently go independent. He got yeah. off the good music. And Ye gave like, him his masters signed. and shit. Like, they didn't even leave, like, on bad terms type shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't and, think... But that's what I'm saying. But maybe... And I feel like maybe he's saying it from the standpoint of maybe he's saying, like, from a business stance, like, maybe that was the worst thing signing this thing. I don't think it was music... Like, it had to do with musically. I feel like it had to do... With yeah, business. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like, like it a person because he wasn't selling beef or whatever. I feel like it was. It's because he he said that he didn't support him politically when he was running. It's just like hella personal shit. And he said, and it sounds like it's, it can be easily water under the bridge. He just wanted his apology. Yeah, Kanye West just seemed like one of those people. Like you can you can you can do like the worst in the world to him as long as you come to him like a man and apologize and own up to and your he shit. He said that shit. He, he you can possibly give you forgiveness. That's just the type of even even so like he just that's the type of nigga he's striking for that's that's kind of me in a sense to to a certain degree you feel me but I feel like it's it's more so on the business standpoint of it it's not it's not the fact that he wasn't selling not not business I mean it's more so personal it's not business at all because Big Sean was a solid artist he he can get a hit or whatever he can you know what I'm saying he can get some streams or whatever all the shit that's not really the problem yeah. It's just he didn't rock with him when he was doing his whole presidential run and he sided with the other side and he just didn't really feel that. He said he took care of his people, like no pretty much no matter what he do or what he you know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it sounded like he wanted him to kind of be a puppet in a sense. He kinda of wanted him to fall in place and support him even if it went against his own beliefs. He wanted and that's kinda wanted, what I took out of he that. He wanted him to rock with him as the homie. Right. And he was he went to the other side. I feel like and maybe I, and, even if and, you and don't for somebody, rock with me, maybe, I don't know, don't go to the other don't side. Don't speak against yeah. me. Like, don't speak against me. You feel me? Like, keep it like keep it solid. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I put you on, you, like, I, nigga, I know your mom, bro. Like, right. Like, like, don't go against don't, me. You ain't like, got to rock on, with bro. me, but don't go against me. And I feel like that was like the same shit that him and Kendrick kind of fell out. About like him throwing rocks and hiding his hand and shit like that, like, and it's it's kind of been like this little uh, thing that's been going around the industry, just talking about Big Sean or whatever. But it's just you know, don't rub people the wrong way, like. But but that but him as an artist, it's it's one thing to do other people that's like your your competition, but to somebody that actually gave you your masters and all the shit and actually respects you and values you as somebody like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, so I, can I don't. See that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's like beef behind the decision. I just feel like he feel like maybe for one reason or another, that wasn't the best thing to do. But I don't feel like that directly Absolutely means not. it's beef. Just because he said that was the worst decision. Yeah, I would have took that personally though. <laughs> Like, especially if we was just together, nigga, like, <laughs> it's like, bro, like, bro. Like, what you mean, nigga? 
I'm like, bro, we could talk about this then. She was like, nah, bro, we straight. Nah, man, that nigga shine the worst nigga ever. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Kanye. We was just, <laughs> bro, we just had Elaine Queenie, nigga. Like, what's going on, bro? <laughs> said, holla at me, big dog. <laughs> right. But nah, bro. But then they were just talking about just hell of other shit. And this is. He said, "Would he do a versus? Uh, he'll do a versus versus Drake. Who do you think will win?" Yeah. I said the same shit. I said you can even do a Kanye versus Lil Wayne. That'd be interesting as well. I think that would be better than a Ye versus Drake to me. I think right. I said him versus Lil Wayne. Easy. Uh, and then he was in. He was in the same pool. He was in the same. They was doing some music together. He was he was claiming to be the best. They was doing, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying like who got the best bars, trying to kill each other in raps and shit like that. Like I feel like that's a good. And they both come from down to the same era. Yeah, I think that one would be dope. I would I would tap into that for sure. I feel like Drake should go against Chris Brown or somebody. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Uh, damn near anybody, either one of them, Wayne or Ye Face, I'm excited for. I feel like them niggas are two of like, like the top tier rappers of our time. I agree. Shit, you heard my my top five uh, albums and shit from last yeah, uh, exactly. uh, interview we did or whatever. Both them niggas is solidified. Yeah, and Wayne on there. And then we, they talked about just, just all that shit. And then, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Soldier Boy, bro. <bruh. laughs> this nigga. Did you see the interview or whatever or the rant he went on after yeah. uh, Kanye West did the. <laughs> bro, Soldier Boy is a fucking <laughs> troll, bro. <laughs> he was on there going crazy, bro. He said, my shit is trash. Let me even say that shit, nigga. <laughs> You trash, nigga. <laughs> he was like, bro, why you ain't say that when you message me, nigga? <laughs> you can see in his soul, he was hurt. Nigga. You can see in his eyes, he was hurt, nigga. Like, how you gonna do? Like, don't tell me your man for what you, nigga. <laughs> Call me trash and then uplift me, nigga. I'll be yelling, man. That's like that's like a uh, that's like a girl find out her man been cheating with another girl and she contact the girl and then she started uplifting the girl like you know what he ain't right you need to pack your <laughs> shit <laughs> and just leave like motherfucker you, <laughs> you, you ain't right this pain, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck call me influential then gonna <laughs> treat me like a motherfucker that. Ain't shit. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> but I thought all that shit was funny, though. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Soldier Boy is great fucking content. He is. How do you, uh, what's it called? So it was it was a situation or a subject or whatever came up about Just Blaze or whatever. <laughs> about how he steals or imitates from Kanye West. And he, they pretty much had got into it or whatever. And... I feel like that's 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 kind of deep. I don't know if he was just drunk or whatever. And he just kind of just threw that out there, but 
don't know, man. Like, I feel like that was just kind of a low blow to kind of just throw bro out there. But if you kind of feel like a motherfucker stole from you or whatever, just I feel like it's it's only right for you to call a motherfucker out on their shit. I don't really know the situation or whatever. I, I don't either. But they respond to I it. I do agree, bro. Like, if you feel, if yeah. you, I mean, because who goes, uh, I mean, maybe somebody will, but you can't count on nobody to speak up for you but yourself, you know? Like, especially if a nigga's stealing, like, ain't nobody about to give you your credit. Like, yeah, I stole this from Kanye. I appreciate it. Like, but you got to let niggas know. got to talk your shit. Nah, big facts. Like, motherfucker got to know, bro. Like, this my shit. You stealing. <laughs> it's a line. Nigga, you crossing it. I'm going to need you to take a couple paces back. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, and I feel like rap is like one of those situations where it's like, Bro, if you quiet, niggas gonna let you be quiet. Like, <laughs> but I feel like them as producers are just people with. They have two different sounds. I don't feel like there's really no similarities in a a Just Blaze track and a Kanye West track. You feel me? Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just me personally. I mean, shit. You know, when maybe. is the last time we even heard a Just Blaze track though? Like. I'm just saying for what's out there. You feel no, me? I know. I'm saying, but I'm just saying, like, bro, like, he don't even, like, he don't even really have, a, like, a sound. So, it's like, it's almost like, shit, was you stealing for real, bro? Because, you know, it's like. Right. And that's that's pretty much what he was saying. Like, look where I am and look where he is. Like, it goes to show. That's fucked up, but. But, <laughs> right. Right. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It was, it was a lot of shade. You know what I'm saying? But. Like he said, he said Big Sean was the worst nigga he signed, though. That's crazy. <laughs> Are you saying that as a Big Sean fan? Nah, but I agree with him when he was saying, like, he had a first, he had a single out called Ass. He was like, don't call, it's like, bro, don't put out a single <laughs> called Ass, bro. <laughs> I can see. And he kind of went against it. I just kind of see where the, <laughs> where it started kind of unraveling from there. Personally, <laughs> ass, like, ass, 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 ass. <laughs> that shit was hella funny. Mother, motherfucker, hammer time! Like <laughs> he was like, "You want to see what people can see when they see you?" Like, <laughs> right, right. I feel like hands up in the air. <laughs> like that was cool. <laughs> Like this nigga could ass, ass, ass. Like, man, I'm famous. I'm, I'm finally famous. I'm trying to see some titties or something. Uh, that nigga said it's subliminal. <laughs> hey, baby, cheeks. you know what the song said? This ain't no subliminal. I'm being straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the song. But you think that was a coincidence? <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga is stupid. And nigga Kanye said, she's so cool, get ahead with her shades on. That nigga. I don't know. They make good music together. I personally, I don't know. But that's just me. I agree. That's just me. Even though bro, that's just bro was the worst man. nigga he ever signed. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder when Big Sean, because I'm pretty sure he watched that interview. I wonder what his immediate thought was when he heard that shit. Like. <laughs> Oh, look at you. You muted yourself. <laughs> shit, my bad. He said he was going on drink champs and shit again. 
He said he saw that shit and he was like, nah, I gotta go say my piece. So that's pretty much what I'm waiting for. I didn't know it'd take that long to drop an episode for them. Yeah, we working. Maybe they do it like a weekly thing too. That's because they episodes be like six fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> and edit it, nigga. And raw, uncut. I fuck with that though. I like the fact that that shit is just, it is what it is. Right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get Roddy Rich his crown real quick. I think that shit's super dope. You wanna you wanna throw it to him? you wanna throw it to bro? Nah, you go ahead, man. You go ahead, alley open, man. All right. So um, I'm pretty sure you know most of the people that's gonna listen to this shit. We all on the same wavelength. So I'm sure most people seen it um already, kind of know what's going on, but uh. Roddy Rich is taking um his 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 earnings from um from the festival from Astro World and donating it to uh across the eight families that lost loved ones um at the festival event. And um obviously bro didn't have to do that at all. Um so I just wanted to you know, in in the mix of tragedy, I think people that do good things stand out and um I would I would call this a tragedy, you know, eight people at, at a at a music event and you know Absolutely. teenagers, uh, fourteen year old, um, people's youngest ten getting yeah, injured. Yeah, shit. I Absolutely. would I would definitely call that a, a tragedy. I mean, at fourteen, you uh, what is that a freshman? Freshman in high school or or you know, yep. grade something like that. Um, that's super young. Like, bro had a whole life ahead of him. So. In my book, it's a tragedy. Um, so yeah, when when those things happen, I think good people doing good things um, stand out. But I like to highlight them, you know, um, especially if this yeah, ever absolutely. you know becomes a real platform. Even if it don't, just for the few people that listen, maybe somebody was unaware, and and Brud definitely deserve his roses. Um, also, you know, shit, I got that from Drink Champs, giving people their roses while they here. Not the yay episode in particular, Absolutely. but that's kind of what they whole they whole platform is about. So, uh, shout out to Roddy Rich for uh, for that man. That's super dope, and um, you should be commended. Hopefully, you know one day, bro, hear this and know you know shit don't go unnoticed because it's a lot of a lot of negativity that like to uh, surface. So yeah, absolutely, and also shout out to the Drink Champs. For even giving people their flowers while they're here, and shout out to them for having even hosting that classic ass interview <laughs> that they had with Kanye West. Man, that shit was dope and it was lit, man. And also, my condolences to the families that also lost loved ones in the event at Astro World. And shout out to Roddy Rich for even doing something as far as to even do something like that. I know there's no number of dollars that can really amount to the loss that they pretty much experience but just just showing some kind of compassion in a moment like that just just off the back like it's just very very honorable and i can really appreciate that fact you know what i'm saying so shout out to him for sure so that's gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up this episode and I do appreciate y'all for tapping in with us once again, man. Like it's it's always fun, it's always honored. Like just kind of just chopping it up and shooting the shit, and just kind of sharing our takes and our input. Just 
things that's going on in life and shit like that, man. So always, always greatly appreciated. For sure. We'll catch y'all uh, next week. We'll be back on a Monday again. We'll get back on schedule. You know, shit happens. Life happens. So pardon the lateness, but we are black and we known for being late. <laughs> Hey, don't put that shit you on black, me, nigga. nigga. I'm known to be very punctual. You black. I, I mean, you yeah, black. yeah, absolutely. And, and you're the reason we late. But I'm, <laughs> I'm punctual. Hey, 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 hey. I'm punctual. <laughs>